mean, we're already here. Okay. Welcome to another episode. The floor is yours. Okay. <laughs> Me, I want to start. I want to start off with glory, glory, Man United, because for the first time in six seasons, I didn't even know it was six seasons. You know, this is how time flies. You just be there. Your team hasn't won a league. In like 30 years, <laughs> Chelsea. But <laughs> uh, Valerie, how did you feel? My you Newcastle. You yeah. know, it was a big game. Even before that, during the week, knocking out Barca yeah. out of Europe. You know, I, I heard, you know, if we, we go back and play the tips, you were there talking after the Brentford defeats that a lot of people need to go this and that. How do you feel now? How does it feel to be a Man U fan? I won't lie. Right now, I'm I'm on a high. I, it's it's a very good it's a very good feeling. Um, I like honestly, after, <laughs> after those that bright like Brentford and Brighton games, I was like a little like panicky. But Ten Hag, Ten Hag, Ten Hag has done well, and I feel like it's people are like, oh, it's just Carabao, but City always win the Carabao, and they always count it as their trophy. So. I'm glad at least we've gotten a trophy back. You can see what it's done for like the team spirit in general, like the ambience around like Old Trafford. You can see like everyone is believing. And if you had told me at the beginning of this season that we could potentially win like two more trophies, I don't want to overshoot, but like we could win the Europa, we could win the FA Cup. (laughs) But it's a good feeling back to winning ways. And I just hope like we keep on going and face Liverpool and beat them as well. But honestly, I wasn't even happier with the Barca performance. Like, if you watch the Newcastle game, mm. and like Newcastle actually were on the front foot for most of the game. They just didn't take their chances. Yeah. And in the, in the second half, I mean, we were 2-0 up. We just kind of sat back. We were not really, like, attacking much. But I wasn't mm. even happier with the Barca game. I don't know why, because I felt like that game also, like, determine how we went into the Newcastle game, like mentality-wise. So, mm-hmm. all around, it's nice It's nice to be a United fan at the moment. I saw, um, I think, a stat that in, like, especially at Old Trafford, in 20 games or something, we won 18 and drawn two. We've not lost any games at Old Trafford, which is good because last season at Old Trafford, like, um, what's the word? Our old Trafford record was pretty bad. Like, we were better on the road. So, it's also nice that, at least at home, we are picking up form too. So, yeah. yeah and, and who knows? There may be a Premier League trophy yeah, yeah. trophy coming yeah. in May. But next year. We'll come for that next year, next season. <laughs> <laughs> but, Mauna, I want to ask you. Mm-hmm. Do you feel as though, watching from the outside in, do you feel as though... Because we, we, it was well documented how Ole Gunnar Solskjaer could never get over the hump, never actually mm-hmm. win a trophy. Do you feel as though United winning the Carabao Cup would actually galvanize this team and give them that sort of like winner's mentality for them to push on for the major honors, you know? There's a quadruple watch going on in Manchester right now yeah, for yeah. both teams, actually. <laughs> I know. No, one for, for one team. Yeah. One hundred percent. I think um I was I was listening to Iguadala. He he was on like a podcast with like Shannon Sharp and he said something really interesting. He was like basically for top level athletes in like 
I mean, he was talking about the NBA, but this can be extended yeah. to like all of sports. Yeah, I there's agree. not really much difference in terms of like ability. I mean, for you have like the generational mm-hmm. ones, like the LeBrons and stuff like that. But like mm-hmm. eighty to ninety percent of the league, they are all good players. What mm-hmm. makes the difference is like just this little bit of like confidence that the mm-hmm. great players just have. Like it's just insane confidence that they have in their ability or their ability to win, and. That's what winning trophies does for you. Like it just gives mm-hmm. you some sort of like, I don't know if it's adrenaline or whether it changes your brain chemistry. Where like mm-hmm. you go one or down, you're like, okay, like we will be yeah. there. Like we will, we will definitely win two one or three one that kind of thing. And mm-hmm. um, it is scary because like we've seen. I feel like right now there are too many teams that are developing. Like City have it, Arsenal, Arsenal are building it. You add United to that list. Liverpool had it for like a couple of seasons. I feel like they've kind of lost it now. But they are a team that strikes me as like they can get back to that level where it's like we go one no down, we're fine. Two no down, we're fine. Like we can still come back Mm -hmm. and win. And then we can win like games consecutively. It is, yeah, from the outside looking in is... Scary times, scary times. Scary hours. <laughs> yeah. Very scary hours. So, okay, we'll do it a bit different today. We'll talk about a team and look look forward to their fixture on the weekend. So, mm-hmm. Man you are on form. I think the best form they've been in in a long time. And they are coming mm-hmm. up against Liverpool at Anfield. So, now, Liverpool to have been on a sneaky good run, you know, with the exception of them getting... Absolutely oh. destroyed in the Champions League by Real Madrid. But, you know, I think that one, you can just charge it to the game. You know, it's Real Madrid in the Champions League. But Liverpool have beaten Newcastle. They've beaten Wolves. Um, I believe they also won another game. or No, they drew a Palace, didn't they? Yeah. yeah but they, they are... If you look at the Premier League table, Liverpool are currently now... Only a mere what six, six points up yeah. from fourth with their game in hand. Mm-hmm. So clearly they have something to chase this year. You know, I, I heard a lot of Liverpool fans saying the season is over, this and that, but there's clearly something they can chase. Do you guys feel and I'll start with you, Valerie, especially for this game on Sunday, you know, late kickoff, Peter Drury on commentary. Do you feel as though the Liverpool that have turned up, you know, against Newcastle and against Wolves will show up? Or, man, you could do them like how Real Madrid did them? (laughs) I don't think we'll do them how Real Madrid did them. But going to Anfield is always, like, a difficult, like, game. And I'm just looking at, actually, like, Liverpool's fixtures. They have a pretty tough run. They have us... They have Bournemouth, they have City, they have Chelsea, they have Arsenal. That's in the prem. That's big. So they definitely have a like, Chelsea. <laughs> <laughs> like that's from now to April 9th. So that's a tough round of games. I feel like they'll want to, I won't say they want to win, but they'll want to drop as little points as possible. I think Bournemouth they that should be like a sure win for them. But with regards to the game on Sunday, 
I like I said, it's not easy playing Liverpool, no matter like what they're going through, like what slum they're in. But I, I'm giving, I'm tipping it to United two one. I just think no. that. Mm-hmm. No, go on. No, I just, I just think that we've, we've reached this, like we are like gathering momentum, right? And yeah, that team. <laughs> yeah, like losing to momentum. losing to. If we lose to Liverpool, it will be very like important because I'll I'll use it to judge how like the team is, how they bounce back and all. Back but I I feel like I'm actually believing that they can they can beat Liverpool. So I'm going two one. I feel like two one is not like overshooting it too much. Yeah, Mauna, when you look at the midfield battle in this game, surely mm. it should be should be a, a walk in the park for United. Oh? Yeah, I think I. I I strongly feel like they will overwhelm Liverpool in the middle there. Um, I mean, let's let's give credit where credit is due. Fabinho has looked better recently. The biceps um, guy looks decent. It's just the third guy that they partner him with. Um, I'm, I mean, the midfield battle will be interesting, but I'm I'm also interested to see how, I guess, the front three of Nunez Jota is back now and he starts. And then Salah plays against like United's back four. Um, we know what, yeah, Wambisaka Shaw. Yeah. We know what we're going to get from Man United with Rashford down one side, Anthony probably down the other, and Weghorst in the false ten position. Um, Shout out to him though. He hit the last two he, games, like especially the West Ham game. He yeah, he was really good. Yeah, he gave some pass. I don't know if it was for Rashford. I was like, wow. Yeah, it was for Rashford. Midfielders can give that pass. Yeah, it was. It was. He was actually involved in all, even that. Is all like our three goals. Mm -hmm. He like was instrumental in the goals. So, yeah. But yeah, yeah. I mean, mm -hmm. I see United winning that game comfortably. I don't think it will be comfortably. Wow. Yeah. I mean, personally, in my humble opinion, I think. When I look at Liverpool's midfield, I tend to worry. And I think midfield is one of United's, if not their strongest. But well, no, that would be defence. But I think overall, United are just a really, really good side right now. Liverpool yeah. are not that great. And honestly, it could be a famous result for United at Anfield. Yeah. But now, I want to move us on to... London. Let's start in the blue half. So yeah. last week we were on this program, and both Marina and I confidently said, you know what? Chelsea beat Spurs. Spurs are a bad team. Come Sunday, the early kickoff, um, a whole lot of drama. Hakim ZX sent off, sends back yeah. on. Um, you know, a player who was supposed to be a PSG starting. I had a lot of Chelsea fans complaining, chopping and changing the squad. Oliver skipped scoring probably one of the goals of the season and a hurricane, you know, typical hurricane goal at the back post. So, Spurs to Chelsea zero. Mawena, you and I were speaking off air, talking about how it wasn't, you know, the greatest performance from Spurs. But overall, it's another defeat. In your humble opinion, I'm just going to ask you one question. Stick with Potter or, you know, the, his, the 
put their time out, time up on the wall? Um, honestly, yeah. If if Potter was our manager at the beginning of the season, so like he started with us, I would have said we should have sacked this guy long ago. But mm. it just doesn't bode well as a club who's selling a project. Like we've been hearing projects, projects, projects the whole year. Mm-hmm. It just doesn't bode well if the guy that you have identified for the project, mm-hmm. all of a sudden, you have sacked him after like five, six months. So I remember when this bad run started under mm-hmm. Thomas Tuchel. Mm-hmm. And I was trying to sound out warnings that guys, it's going to get worse before it gets better. Mm-hmm. I but didn't think it that was just... before you spent. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So my question to this is actually to the mm-hmm. both of you. Mm-hmm. It's clear that. A lot has gone wrong. Chelsea have spent a lot of money. All eyes are on them. In your humble opinions, yeah, what is the solution to all these problems? Because clearly it's not an issue of personnel because they have about 40 players to pick from. So why do you think it is so hard for Graham Potter to put together an 11 that he can trust consistently to... You know, I saw a lot of Chelsea fans talking about how they having they they are even struggling to score. Yeah. Let's start with to score multiple goals in a single game. What do you think is Potter's best way to do that? Marina, you can go first since you're the in-house mm. oh. Chelsea I think we should start subtracting 5k from everybody's paycheck for a backward pass <laughs> or a side, and then 2500 for a sideways pass. Um, because that's all we do. I mean, mm. when when you look at our defensive record, we're actually pretty solid. Like, I think we've considered 25 goals this mm. season, so maybe yeah, Newcastle, maybe Arsenal are the only teams, yeah. maybe City are the only teams that have like mm-hmm. a better defense than us. But it's just mm-hmm. the fact that we haven't scored goals. Like, I saw some stats. Um, Since the set of November, we've scored six goals. And in that same time, when I saw the stats, United has scored 50 goals. Mm-hmm. And from 15 games. And six goals from 15, 50 goals. Like, it doesn't make mm-hmm. sense. Now, according to the, the metrics, expected goals, we should have scored... 18 goals in those games. And I mean, if we score 18 goals, I don't think we lose the number of games we lose. I don't think we draw. We probably shoot up the table a little bit. Okay, fair. Mm-hmm. So, why are we missing these chances? Another uh-huh, another stat. Since the set of November, we've had 83 shots in the box. We've only scored three goals from them. What? What? <laughs> That's bad. So, who, who is shooting? Yeah. And missing the rest of the 80, they also have to be fined because clearly yeah. that's a part of performance. We, we, yeah, I mean, um, it will be, I think it's it's a combination of things. Strikers are not on form, midfielders yeah. are not chipping in with the goals, 
Last season, our defenders were like a really solid source for goals. This season, like, it's all dried up. I can't remember the last time Chilwell got something, Thiago Silva reached James. Like, all the goals yeah. have dried up from everywhere. So, but, like, when I watch the team play, you can see in certain phases of play that, like, it's almost there. It just needs, like, one to drop. One, two, And yeah. then another yeah. one. And then, so, like, let me give you an example. The first half versus West Ham, yeah. After, mm-hmm. like, I'm trying to remember if the disallowed, Felix's dis- disallowed goal happened. Yeah, go, yeah. And then, yeah. um, Havertz went through from, like, Mudrick's pass. Like, I could Mudrick's sense that pass, oh, a goal yeah. is coming. Then the Enzo yeah. pass over to Felix. And I was like, okay, like, Felix, yeah. clearly, like, these guys are seeing that, like, it's coming. Then mm-hmm. I think we had another goal that was disallowed after that. But then, then obviously, yeah, it's, yeah. it's like, it's like that kind of thing where like oh one goes in the players get confidence okay two then confidence, three yeah that's 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 unfortunate like we are going they, they, the boys just going to have need... to hit somebody in the face and enter and then after that it will start it will start so they it. they just need that confidence boosting win so yeah you guys play relegation threatened leads at home you know the last time Chelsea were in this situation facing Southampton I think we all comfortably said. Um, Chelsea 3-0 I know a lot of people's parlay sports that day but <laughs> Valerie do you finally believe Emana you can chip into if Chelsea don't get three points for this from this game say it's a draw where they have to get a last minute equalizer I, I remember under Emery there was a game we played versus Southampton at home Charlie, those days were tough. <laughs> um, <laughs> two-two, Lacazette last-minute equalizer, and the actual Arsenal fans, when Lacazette scored, instead of screaming, there was an actual groan because mm. it was like, "You've saved this man's job for another week." Mm. You understand? The performance was so bad. Fans were upset. Do you think if Chelsea put in a poor performance and Leeds get something from this game, Todd Bowling needs to give Zinedine Zidane a call? What do you think? Mana, you can chip in as well. Um, I Honestly, I, I don't know because I feel like... Um, Bully, the board, like the board looks like they are still back in. Potter. Even when Potter speaks, he kind of has this sense of like job security. He knows like his job is not mm-hmm. exactly threatened at the moment. But the fans, on the other hand, there's like growing concern, and then they are they are talking more about okay, this get this guy out, get this guy out. So I feel like I don't think this Leeds game will get him the sack if they lose. But I definitely think it will be like, hey, you know what, like. Oh yeah, so, okay. So I I don't know. I still don't see them sucking him because I feel like I think okay, I think Chelsea win this Leeds game because looking at their run, they have a fairly good run where they can pick up points because they they play mm-hmm. Leeds, Leicester, Everton, Villa before Liverpool. So I feel like right. this could be like the turning the tide for them because if yeah. it goes one way if they win it can okay they can go on a streak but then if they lose then they become they go into that like hole of okay yeah and i feel like that may trigger 
them to sack, give him the sack. But assistance, I don't think Potter will leave after this weekend. That's just what I think. Mauna, say come Saturday, goes from, let's see, Jack Harrison and maybe Willie Newton. And then uh, mm. maybe a single goal from Mason Mount. Two one leads. Do you pull the plug on Graham Potter? Leads are definitely beating us on Saturday. I personally be watching this game. <laughs> you see, when I your team is know. bad. <laughs> <clears throat> no, like I want you to know that leads are beating us on Saturday. I I didn't watch the full Leeds versus Fulham. Um, they played Southampton, who beat us as home, dismantled mm-hmm. Southampton handedly. Then they also played Fulham. And basically, Fulham scored two wonder goals. Paulinia from like the center of the park. And then the Solomon guy from like the right wing. Like if 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 Fulham doesn't don't don't score that. Leeds should have won that game. That's one. And then two, Leeds, Leeds missed a ton of chances against against um against Fulham. So that's one. Um coming back to the Leeds Chelsea game, Bamford is an ex Chelsea player. Um is he really so yeah, Patrick Bamford. He came through our academy. Really? Really? I didn't um, know that. Yeah, so he's he's definitely getting the goal against us. Easy. Um <laughs> What else is happening? There's also a because of Lampard and Derby. There's also that like Leeds uh, Chelsea yes. batting heads, and then Leeds and Chelsea are also just like a, I guess yeah, rival. Why not as yeah. big as like their rivals when it comes to like United and other teams? You but still, it's, it's, you still yeah. a few players from Leeds back in the day. Yeah, that's, yeah. That's so I I'm I'm fully expecting Leeds to win like two 0 I don't think we will we'll score to be honest at this rate. Um. But I don't think they should sack Graham Potter. And here's what. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm also fully expect. I think right now, he's just trying to just make it to the end of the season. Okay. Mm-hmm. Now, yeah. what I want to see at the end of the season is that if mm-hmm. truly, truly that they have backed him, okay, let's sit down. We have about 40 players. Before we sign anybody, let's just be canceling the names on the whiteboard. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> thank you, Kulibali. Okay. Thank you. X. Thank you, Y. Thank really? you. Really? I don't care if you've been here a year, two years, ten years. Who Potter wants? Let's cancel those names and then we'll go to whoever we want to sell to them. Sell those guys. I j- we have to start moving in like a more coherent yeah. direction. Moving players out. Because... um. Even like the training now, I don't even know how how we train because I don't think any team trains with thirty one players. Like, think about it. Every match day, there are ten players, ten players yeah, who yeah, yeah. are yeah, not yeah. even in the team. The team, and wow. Wow. that that is probably that can be gut wrenching, dangerous stuff for like our. Imagine team. the atmosphere they're training. Yeah, world. it is going to be torrid because. Let's say you are a striker right now. You are Dato Fofana. You have just been signed. Okay. Yes. When you had your nice cameo, you did well. Yada yada yada. But Harvest and Felix, they have not scored goals since like 2022. Me. They are still starting ahead of you. <laughs> Clearly, you will not wow. be rubbing in the right way. Or like you are Madueke, you came on, 
He started ah, against West Ham. Nice performance. But all of a sudden, Ziyech is getting your minutes. Or you are sterling. True. Someone who should have been at PSG. Ziyech has lost. Someone who should so, it's like everywhere you turn, none of people are coming back from injury. Pulisic is now fit. It's like, okay, well, hey, I was the guy before. He's still in went Chelsea. Went and signed all of these players. Now, all of a sudden, where are we going to play? Kante is coming back. So, it's, it's, it's wow. a huge mess. Wow, Chelsea. Wow. Uh, yeah. The season, look, as a Chelsea fan, the season has cast. Find another team to support. <laughs> Maybe if you want to get excited by the relegation battle, um, everything are a good shout. There's there's also wolves if you like that kind of football. Um, don't put your heart in Chelsea. Everything there is 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 gone for the season. I am looking forward to next season and let's see what we can build from there. At least now I know we will have one game a week. We are not qualifying for Europe. So, in my opinion, yeah. And just to end on Chelsea, I think here's my thing. So as the resident. Leeds, you know, supporter. I think if Chelsea lose to Leeds, I think Graham Potter should be sacked. Not because, like, I get he's a project manager, but Leeds are not a good team. They are, in my opinion, Bakuvi. if you are the same them, and so I know. And that is why I'm saying if Leeds win, that's why he should be sacked because it's like, I feel like you, you're allowed a pass, Southampton, that happened. Yeah. But it shouldn't happen again. And you see, I used this example the other day. In 2010, 2011, I, like I told you guys, Hughes was the manager of Manchester City. Yeah. Another club who had spent big money you have the likes of David Silva, you had Jekyll at the time. These were expensive signings at the time. They, were, they weren't performing, got sacked. Um, Mancini came, I think, for the, like the last 12 games of the season, then went to have a preseason with his team. I think, yeah, and this is no knock on Graham Potter, but I do think there's better quality out there. Like, I don't think he's worth or he has enough, you know, cash in the bank to stick it out through these bad performances. Because in my opinion, there's no guarantee it gets better. Mm. Do you understand? He's never done anything for me to say like, okay, this is his track record. He can improve. Do you understand? Because there were spells when he was at Brighton that midway through the season, Brighton would just plummet. People forget that. Mm -hmm. They'd be promising in the starts. They'd fall off. I think yeah, with the level of managers available, Luis Enrique, Zinedine Zidane, hell, I'll throw Pochettino in there. With the squad they've accumulated, I believe there's a lot of talent in there. And these managers in a sense, can play a similar style to Potter, but may get more out of these players. I think, listen, if he loses two more games, this Leeds game, and maybe like, let's say he picks up one point in three games, I think he should be gone. And I know how it will look for Chelsea, but at the end of the day, I think it, they, 
be in a better position for actually hiring a quality manager than looking some way to who opposing fans, you know. So that's just my humble opinion. We'll see what happens there. But I want us to move on to... Do you guys want to do relegation battle or title race first? Relegation. Let's do, yeah. let's do let's do let's do relegation yeah. battle really quickly. So listen, man. The relegation battle this year is what? honestly <laughs> one for the is ages. one for the books. We have so Everton who have played 25 games, have 21 points. And then all the way up to 13th, sits Nottingham Forest on 25 points, but who have played a game less. So, you can actually Everton go play- Chelsea, who have 31 points from oh, 24 games. No, Chelsea are not getting relegated. Really yeah. Come on, man. Yeah. You need but, four to survive. <laughs> there are a lot of big games in the relegation scrap this weekend. And I want to kick us off with Nottingham Forest versus Everton. And I want to start here. So, you know, Sean Dyche came, you know, got that his customary 1-0 win, you know, versus Arsenal. Since then, Obviously, they beat Leeds, but they've lost at home to Aston Villa. They lost their way to Arsenal, as as we know. And now they they are firmly in the relegation zone now. They also lost to Liverpool, mind you. Do you guys feel that... You know, because Andy Townsend says something brilliant against Arsenal. He said, look... If you are always in and around that relegation zone, there's going to be a year that it will catch you. Yeah. We saw it happen to Burnley. We always thought that, oh, Burnley will yep. have that run where they just yep. hmm. caught them. Could this be the year we see it pull everything down? Because, mind you, 13 games left. That's not a lot of games left. They have to start picking up points. Do you guys think they can, they can pull away? And if Everton pull away, who is dropping in there to replace them? Because Wolves too are coming back down. The thing with Everton is, I feel like we always say this, but like, what really is going on at the club? Like, because this, like last season, we saw them in the similar position and they went literally to the last day. Last. They celebrated like they had won the league. The league. <laughs> <laughs> like, and then it's like, it's happened all over again. So it's like, what like structures are they putting in place? Like, I look at the team and I watch them play. Pick Pickford concedes very silly goals. Like, I like what what's going on? Like, what what's their goal? What do they want? Is it that they just want to survive the drop? Like, what's Everton's structure? Because a few years back, Everton will sit comfort like comfortably in like twelfth or something. But it's like. Like the last two, three seasons, we see them like dropping into the relegation mm-hmm. battle. And 
I, I I don't know. It's it's also going to be a tough one for them. I don't see. Hmm. Realistically speaking, I don't see Leeds, West Ham, or Wolves dropping. I feel like they will rather stick it out. Mm. Wow. Yeah, That's I don't know. Coming from a Leeds fan, it's, it's nice to hear someone say that. <laughs> Mauna, how do you do, you, do you, you know, we've documented very well how like Everton are poorly run and mm-hmm. so on and so forth. But one thing yeah. we did agree on was that the best manager for the job was Sean Dice, yeah. who could pull their mouths. But mm-hmm. do you think it, the task at hand might be a bit big? For example, if they had to lose this game versus Forest, mm-hmm. I think that would be safe to say that maybe Nottingham Forest are more or less out of the relegation picture. And that, that's dangerous for Everton, is it not? Yeah, I mean, Sean Dash is supposed to be the ginger Mourinho. He's not Jesus. He can't perform miracles. Um, <laughs> if, if they lose to Forest, Forest would then go... Nine points clear with Nine a game in clear. hand. In hand, mm-hmm. yep. That's that's yeah. You like you yeah. are not making a point a game on Forest basically as yeah. as as Everton. So that's Forest out. Then you have to look at Leicester who are picking up points now. I mean they they've had some tough games. They played Arsenal, they played Man United, but Leicester seem to be upwardly mobile. Wolves. We'll come to Wolves because I have it. I have I have some yeah, stuff yeah. to say on Wolves. Um. But no, every, so Everton, yeah, they you can clearly see that there is like Sean Dyche's instruction works in yeah. the sense that like against Arsenal for like the first 40 minutes, they were frustrating <sighs> Arsenal, they were moving from side to side. It was just lapses in concentration. Four. Yep. Very, very difficult. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Then all of a sudden, some throw in, somebody falls asleep, or some passage of play, the ball yeah. gets the sucker, boom. Idris Gay. Top corner. Twice. Who? And then, again, Ghana Gay, the same thing. Just hit it back to your goalkeeper. I don't know what he was doing. Mm. He allowed Saka to make <laughs> the ball. By then, the game was over. If it was 1-0, mm-hmm. you can sort of go back a set piece. Yeah. You can make a goal, that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. But at 2-0, the game was over. And like, as Sean Dyke, you can't really legislate for the mistakes that your players may Fair. make. Like, he has set up his team to be very stubborn to break down. And uh, mm-hmm. another thing, they had a couple of breaks here. They kept yeah, picking the wrong no option. Piece. They kept yeah. picking the wrong option. Like, you are breaking with pace. It's either they play the ball too far out wide, they don't pick the right yeah, pass, instead of playing the right pass, play to yeah. the left. And it's like, when when you are down at the bottom and you are being pressurized like that for like 19 minutes and you, you have a breakaway, you need to be laid yep. out. So... I don't know. I don't know. I mean, right now, Bournemouth and Southampton, I think it's safe to say, even though Chelsea gives Southampton three points, it's safe to say Southampton are, mm. are in the championship. Um, yeah, it's Bournemouth as well. My personal dream is for West Ham to also be relegated so we can get Declan <laughs> Rice for 35 million. Um, <laughs> but I don't think that will happen because they look like they are, they are picking up points as well. Um, my question for you guys, between West Ham and Wolves, yeah, mm-hmm. who do you fear for the most? Because, you know, Wolves, 
They played, I watched the Fulham game, decent, you know, brilliant in spells. Sarabia looked okay. Lemina looked decent. And then, you know, um, yeah, they, they looked okay. I think, personally, I'm of the mindset that going away to Fulham is not an it's easy task. Yeah. yeah. And decent. But they go to Anfield for... Uh, the most parts, Liverpool were pretty comfortable in that game. They didn't really, mm-hmm. you know. So, in what games do you think will assure Wolves' safety? For example, Wolves play um, Spurs at home this weekend. Mm. Do you feel as though if they are, they have any intention of, you know, pulling away and not being in the actual dogfight till the end? They need to start winning these games, especially at home. Mana, you can go. Sorry, I'm just checking. No, I think I think they do, or maybe winning is harsh, but like not losing. Like mm-hmm. maybe at the top of the table, when you draw, it's like draw points. But at the bottom, when you draw, it's like a points gained, because um, chances are your rivals are losing. So. As long as they avoid defeat, I think they will be they will be okay. Um, but one thing on Wolves stylistically that I don't understand. So in football, yeah, one of the things that is impossible to defend against is pace and like directness. Yeah. It just seems to me that Lopeteki is allergic to that idea. He has a lot of come short mid midfielders um sarabia nunez cunha i mean cunha is now injured but they granted he doesn't give you a ton of end products but i just feel stick adama triori on one of the wings and yeah. just one two because they have they have they have the midfielders to be able to yeah. find triori in space just mm-hmm. keep the opposition on the back foot. And eventually, he'll get one where he squares it to somebody or he crosses it and someone mm-hmm. hits it in. Like, I think that strength, they should be playing to it a little more. Um, overall, they have too much quality to 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 go down, in my opinion. Um, but if they go down to it, it'll be nice because then Neves cheap, Nunez cheap. You can even go for Sarabia, a nice squad option. Very cheap. Um, they are goalkeeper as well. Jose Sa, great with the ball at his feet. Yeah. Excellent shot stopper. Yeah, I'm, in fact, I think the relegation, I'll be rooting for teams to go down so we can sign their players. That's 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 my new that's my new pastime since 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 Chelsea is is um uh-huh, real quick on West Ham. Mm-hmm. So they play Brighton, by the way. I think it would be an interesting if if West Ham set up the way they set up against who did they play this weekend? I can't remember. United Ham Forest. Um Nottingham Forest, yeah, yeah. At home. So basically Moyes switched to a four three three. Um he puts I think Ben Rama on one wing, Bowen on the other wing, Ings up top, a midfield three of Rice holding Suchek and um Paqueta and then mm-hmm. the back four and it picks itself. If they play like that for the rest of the season, they might finish 10th. Because 
Paqueta is finally in a zone where like he can feel free, do like his box to box stuff. The guy is not in ten; he's also much like a sitter. Yes, um, yeah. guys can do the DM stuff on his own. Like he's fine; he doesn't really need need the help. And then Ings, Ings is one of those like he reminds me of like Jermaine Defoe. Like if you give yeah. him chance, like he will score. He's just one of he'll those strikers that like he might go through a rough patch here and there, but like he's in terms of in front of the goal quality. Um, yep. So now that he's figured that out, I'm interested to see how how they play versus Brighton. I doubt they will be in any more relegation trouble. I, I see them picking up like a couple of wins on the bounce pretty soon. I mean, yeah, it will be interesting. Personally, in my opinion, just to end this whole relegation thing, I don't know how you guys feel, but personally, you know me, I think Leeds have the worst set of defenders in the Premier League. <laughs> so I... I consistently worry for them just because and it's another reason why I'm saying like look if Chelsea don't beat Leeds there's a serious problem but I worry for them I think like you said Southampton Bournemouth it might be a little bit too late even though Bournemouth you know beat Wolves I just think you you never know I just think, look, realistically, I want to put the fight between Everton, Leeds, and I'm going to add one more team. One of Wolves and West Ham. That's that's the fight. I think mm-hmm. if we're being realistic, it's a Leeds-Everton thing. So when you look at it, personally, I'd have Everton go down just because of how poorly they've managed their club. Mm-hmm. But you, you have to look at Goodison and think, wow, that's a tough place to go. Ellen Road too can be a tough place to go, but I look at Leeds' defense and Everton's defense, and I think, man, it's it's wow, it's it's going to come right down to the wire. I I don't know. I can't call it now, but yeah, that to me is are the two main contenders in the relegation battle. Now from the bottom, let's move to the top. So, as the table reads, 25 games played, Arsenal 60 points, Manchester City 55. 13 games to go in the 2022-2023 Premier League season. Mm-hmm. I think, you remember weeks ago, I was saying, listen, when it comes down to about the last 12 games of the season, it's a different season. Um, Arsenal coming off a win against Everton 4-0 also previously beating Leicester and before that we all know about the Aston Villa comeback hmm players coming back from injury Jesus set to return Trossard remember I said this play Trossard instead of Inketi I thank God that I listened but yeah, Arsenal seem to be, you know, starting to be on the rise. Now let's look at the the second team. And let's not forget, man, you are still in this. But for now, let's focus on City. City too are starting to slowly pick up form here and there. You know, disappointing draw to Forest, but they end up smashing Bournemouth. Could have been seven. Um they beat Bristol. And it seems like Pep Pep has not like woken up, but you know, he, it's something he really wants. So 13 games to go. Man, 
How do you guys see this playing out? I have a question before. Where's mm-hmm. Paul Tierney? <laughs> the ref or Kirian? Sorry, Kirian Tierney. Oh yeah, he's 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 there. He's there. Um, came played a few minutes, but rumors mm-hmm. have it that he will be going. He will be going to Newcastle in the summer. But mm. um, yeah, he's he's there. KT is there. You know. Wasn't that guy supposed to be your captain at a point? Yeah, you know, times times change. I've realized yeah, Ateta is getting change, rid, yeah. getting rid of all the Emery signings. But Europa League football is coming up. Uh huh. And mind you, Arsenal are now going to enter the Europa League again. You know, um, yeah. So, man, thirteen games to go. Wow. You know me, even me as a fan. I sh- yeah. Who are who okay. are who are the thirteen games against? Yeah. Okay. I was just gonna so, say on Arsenal. Okay, Parker, be go ahead. No, just for the in terms of the thirteen games, I'll put it this way. Yeah. City play all the big teams at home. The only big team we play at home is Chelsea. We have to go to the Etihad. Have to go to Anfield. Have to go to St James's Park. City play those same teams, but the only away game they will play is. No, no, they play a lot of it at home. Play Chelsea home, Newcastle home, Liverpool at home, Arsenal at home. Hmm. But yeah, hmm. value, you're saying? I was going to say, I was, it's tied into like the fixtures, but I was going to hmm. say it's also going to go down to the wire because at this point, it's, 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 it's very like you both have to play 25 games. If I look on it, at it at a merit whose team is better, I will, I will say City. But mm. Arsenal have fought, like I hate to say this, but Arsenal have put up a fight this long, like week in week out. They've been like churning out like performances. It's 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 like this is even me as a rival fan. It's hard to say that they shouldn't be credited for what they've done this season. Especially, like, mm. if you look at where the team and Ateta came from, what they were eighth twice. It's a very young yeah. team. Like, and I see the, the goals Arsenal score, and I'm like, this is not, like, any, like, flu goal. Like, it's... Yeah, it's drawn. It's, okay. like, you can see, like, they've... The patterns of play. Exactly. Yeah. Like they've put in like so much work on the on the training ground and then they are actually like replicating it on the pitch. And I feel like two seasons ago we kept on saying this about Ateta where um Ateta was like you could see that he had the idea but it was not being replicated. But yeah. now you can see like you can see how they play. So for me it's I don't know. I I cannot call, I cannot say who is going to win the, the league. We'll just have to wait till the end of the season and see, <laughs> honestly. But I think uh, if you're going, sorry, let me just like wrap up no, quickly. Yeah. If you're going like on a like who has their like holistically like better team, I think City have it there. And the other thing is City too, it's like muscle Experience. memory for them at this yeah. point. Like they've done it like how many times? So that's that's one edge they have over Arsenal right now. Yeah. Uh, I've watched the Premier League for what almost two decades. <laughs> been been privy to many title races. In your expert opinion, how do you see this playing out? I feel like it would be 
Arsenal, to be honest. I I really do. Mm. But this is contingent. I'm on, scared like, yeah, because next... last year, Marina predicted Liverpool. <laughs> <laughs> This is this is this is this is contingent on like their next. So like Arsenal play Bournemouth, Fulham, Fulham. Palace, Leeds before they play Liverpool on Sunday, April the ninth. If Arsenal get twelve points between now and then, I think the league is yeah. almost because then at that point in time here, all you have to do is match City's result. You don't have to win it. The the weekend City draw, you can also draw. You know. The weekend they yeah. lose, don't lose, but like you can also draw points, that kind of thing. And then you just like match their results to you, to you, to you hit the end. And then the game, this game will be hot. Um, Wednesday, the 26th of April. April. Um, Arsenal Man yeah. City. Honestly. Yeah. So basically, if I think both teams will win all their games up until that point. So that game, the gap is either going to go to eight points. Or the gap is going to shrink to two points. Now, if the gap goes to eight points, that's such a psychological boost with five games yeah. left. But then, if the gap shrinks to two points, that's also like, mm. and then Arsenal's next game is Chelsea. Oh my god! <laughs> if the gap goes to two points, Chelsea will beat Arsenal at Emirates. But if the gap yeah. goes to eight, Arsenal might score Chelsea six, and then the league the league <laughs> will be over. So. I just, I just say ask now. Now I'm talking myself back in my mm, maybe city, but yeah. I guess we can, we can also spin it this way. You know, we're talking about how like oh, city have like the muscle memory, like they've they've been here before, mm-hmm. like they've done it. But one of the things that that does to you is that it makes you less enthusiastic right. about it. Like Pep was saying that oh, their first Carabao, like when they were driving to the yeah. stadium, everybody was like excited yeah. and bubbly. By the fifth one, everybody's just business as usual. Like, we are going to play for another trophy, that kind of thing. And I saw, I don't know if it was this game or the game versus, I can't remember if it was Everton or if it was versus Aston Villa or who did, no, it was against Leicester. Basically, Arsenal had like a corner and then Leicester mm. broke away. And mm. and all the players, the got back four that formed, it was like mm. Saka and Odegaard, mm. like it was basically mm. not the back four, but they were the guys yeah. that like you you are not going to score today. And it's just that kind of hunger that you get when you've not won anything in a while. And whereas like City have yeah. just been stuck in the Premier League, maybe that might give Arsenal the edge. Um mm. I also think the signings that they they made this 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 January yeah, window have been have been have been really yeah. good. Trossard, I mean, imagine they would have been playing Sambi Lokonga. Ha. Hey. that that right there would have been the title gone no offense to Mm. Lokonga he's a great player Premier League proven that kind of thing but like there's just levels to Mm -hmm. to this I think Jorginho has given them a huge a huge boost in midfield so my my head is telling me Arsenal. My heart is also telling me Arsenal. Mm-hmm. I think I think it's been nice for Arsenal for Arsenal to win to win the league, and not just like they deserve it. They've they've been the best team in the Premier League this season. Like if mm-hmm. if they don't win, they should feel hard done by because I think they've they've they put up a a really solid shout. So, in my opinion, 
I think it's very crucial that we win, like you said, all our games prior to Liverpool. Mm-hmm. Look, I think if we're going to win the league, yeah, before... I didn't say before we play Liverpool, but before we have to play City, if the gap is seven plus points, I'll believe. So... Here's how I think. So I've I've like I said, I've been watching a lot of past Premier League games, blah blah blah. You see, even the way the fixtures are scheduled, yeah, can determine the way your team performs. For example, yeah, City play Newcastle early kickoff. Say Newcastle win that game or draw. Now you Arsenal have watched that. You play versus Bournemouth. Full vim, you win that. Do you understand? So, like Marina said, it all depends on how the fixtures play up until we meet yeah. each other. If there's a healthy gap between us and City where we play them at the Etihad, it's like okay, say we are seven points clear and we even draw. So be it. Do you get what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. So be it. Like we're still seven points clear at the end of the day. I think look. For Arsenal to do this, is you know me, I'm I'm all for strategic tanking. Like God bless the Europa League, but <laughs> if I'm a Teta, when we are playing sporting, I'll give some academy guys their debut. 100%. Yeah, you have bigger fish to fry. Literally, it gets yeah, to a have, point where you have to realize, fry. like, you have to play the game smart. You can't compete on. T- I don't think our squad is big enough and good enough. To compete on right. two fronts, but City will always have an eye on the Champions League, and yeah. that can play. That's what I was favor. going to say because, like, City have the Champions League and the FA Cup as well that they are mm-hmm. trying to go for. So they have three competitions, and you have like the two. So hmm. I don't know when the is is the Europa starting next this this Thursday. Yeah, it starts like the, the it starts before we oh. play for them. Yeah, so this Thursday yeah. exactly. Okay, so I, I mean even Pep in the press conference was saying that. They are starting Europa League again. They will drop points. If I'm at Teta, look, respectfully, strategic tanking to Sporting, maybe some 3-1 on aggregate. Charge it to the game. <laughs> no Arsenal fan will be upset. Because at the end of the day, you play Europa League towards enter Champions League. If we go, it's 13 games, man. We need to, in my opinion... I don't maybe not win all, but if we can go on beating thirteen games, we will win the league. Hey, mm, mm. I mean you can you can draw thirteen and go unbeaten. We'll not draw thirteen, but look, beat the. Teams, I feel like you need to win yeah. ten. Beat the teams we are supposed to beat. We can win the league, and when I if say you win ten, you win the league. Win all the home games. Don't lose the big away games. You can win the league. 100%. But I said the same thing in 2008 when we had the same number of points at this stage. So, um, me, I'm cautious. You know, as an Arsenal fan, it's the hope that kills you. But all jokes aside, I think the way the team is playing now, fantastic. There's a team spirit. I think... 
if we get Jesus back on form, we have a chance. At the end of the day, you want to give yourself a, a good opportunity to win the league. If we can do that, never know. The football gods might favor us. But yeah, that's what I think of it. So just to close this episode, I want I just want us to, you know, we talked about City. We've also spoken about how Newcastle are on the rise and everything. Do you feel as though Newcastle can take some points off of City or do you feel as though City are entering that stage where they just start winning games 3-4-0, Newcastle are also capping off a major like trophy loss. Like this if they had won the Carabao, could have done a lot for like them, like confidence wise. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I I I don't see City losing this game. That's just yeah. It's at home too. I don't see City losing this game. Yeah, I. Mm-hmm. I don't think Newcastle will give City a ton of trouble. Um. Mm. But then again, I mean, you never know. You never know. Because um, I'm trying to think that the first game was a 3-3 at St. James's Park. Yes. But truthfully, yes. one of Newcastle's goals was that free kick. And I'm trying to think yeah, of the other true, goal. Yeah. The other goals were... Almiron, I think, I scored one. And somebody Almiron. scored like a tap-in. Yeah, something mm-hmm. like that. Something like that, yeah. Their goals have dried up. Um, yeah. Amiron isn't scoring now. Callum Wilson hasn't scored in a while. Joe Joe Linton hasn't grabbed anything. Isaac hasn't scored. Anything. I mean, Isaac hasn't really been playing. He was injured. Um, say Maximan is back, but not really a ton of goals. So their goals have dried up. Now I'm looking like if it's not a set piece, I'm not really sure where their goals are coming from. And like for the most part, City have the ball, so it's not like you are driving at them and then you bring them down. Then that's when like you get a set piece. So. I don't know. They are also very stubborn and difficult to break down. But like their game versus United showed me that they they have they have some cracks. I guess Pope will be back. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um but there's 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 still some stuff they have to iron out. That's why I don't have them in 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 the top four. Like now when the rubber meets the road in terms of like fighting for stuff, I don't think they'll be able to sustain that pace they had they had at the end of the season. So maybe City, but just just not really, just not really, like one nil or something. Yeah, it will be interesting to see. I mean, it's another weekend of Barclays football. You have to love it. Will mind you, you know, show Liverpool a thing or two. Will Chelsea and Potter finally score? <laughs> well, you know, we'll see how the title race plays out. But yeah, hopefully. For those of you listening, at the end of the weekend, your team has done something nice for you. Mm-hmm. Um, I know personally, I'll be up at 7.30 watching Man City versus Newcastle because it's reaching that stage of the yeah. season. You have to keep You have to watch your rivals' games. Yeah. yeah. I'll also yeah. be watching Man U Liverpool because yeah. United are still sneaking around there. Yeah. But yeah, I'll, I'll also keep on... You know, it's, the game is at the same time, but I'll watch... Peacock on the iPad, Chelsea oh, on the TV. Yeah, just yeah. To see I personally will be happening. watching Brentford and Aston Villa, you know, because you, <laughs> you have to beat your rival. Palace yeah. and Villa. 
Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it will be it will be interesting. Once again, thank you guys so much for listening. Um, you know, continue to tweet at us at checking var Charlie. The season is cut. What a Barclays English yeah, Premier League season. This season has <laughs> one one for the books. Yeah, one for the books, and it's just getting to crunch time. So yeah, thank you guys so much for listening. We'll check in with you guys again next week. And um, yeah, it's been checking. Have a good night.